0: Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to Haunted Tales, your weekly dose of horror. We've got everything from ghosts, cryptids, and curses to deals with the devil, giant insects, and more. Sit back and enjoy this week's story after a little message from our friends. Lizzie knew the car well, and she hated it, with all her heart. This journey, once a year, was hard to stomach, no matter what she did. Reading was out of the question. She'd get physically ill the moment she'd open a book and try to concentrate on the words. Watching something on her tablet never seemed to take her mind off the cramped space and terrible smell either. Her parents, permanently stuck in the last century, had the radio blaring, so she couldn't even sleep in peace back there. Just two more years, she told herself. Once she'd turn 18, her whole life would change. First, she would go to college, somewhere far away, get herself her own apartment, a small part-time job maybe. At least she'd have an excuse why she couldn't attend this yearly trip. The interstate whizzed past, and with it, the long, open fields outside. People, far away and tiny, were working right now in the summer heat. How did this old car look to them? Would they gaze upon it longingly, wishing they could change places with her? She'd let them in a heartbeat, Lizzie thought angrily. Even though she knew in her heart that those emotions were, as her mother would say, childish and pubescent. In this moment, she didn't care. There was nothing she'd want more than to make her parents stop the car and turn around. But she wouldn't. Mom and Dad were excited for this trip. Year after year. As much as she hated it, she'd hate herself even more if she ruined her parents' fun. Slowly, she pressed the tip of her nose against the glass, as she had done the last ten years they had made this trip, and felt a vibration through her skin. Six more hours, then a night at some kind of motel, then another half a day before they'd finally reached their destination. I'm bored, she whispered, quietly, and somehow hoped that at least one of her parents would hear her over the noise coming out of the radio. They didn't. Dad was still humming to some inane tune, while Mom had her eyes closed and head back, half-sleeping. They'd change after a few hours, Lizzie knew. Driving the whole day with only one break would be impossible otherwise, and they needed to keep the tempo, else they'd never reach their destination in time. Everything all right back there? She heard her father ask, and Lizzie put up a fake smile. It wouldn't do her any good, starting an argument now. Yeah, it's just... boring. He chuckled, turned the radio a tiny bit down, before looking back over his shoulder directly at her. Just a few more hours. We'll reach the motel soon, I promise. She nodded, could feel the strain the fake smile put on her, and turned her head away toward the window. Slowly, the surroundings began to change. The wide, open fields now turned to woodland, Lizzie realized that she had no idea where exactly they were at the moment. Geography had never been a strong suit in school. She couldn't even fake an interest in it. Who cared which piece of land had what name? There was nothing more to explore left around here. No new lands to find. She sighed again, looked in front and could see her mother stirring in her sleep. They changed soon, which meant that this leg of their journey wasn't all that close to ending. The car left the interstate and she could see a few old signs of long-closed rest stops. No one had even bothered to take them down. This part of the country seemed stuck in the past and scared of admitting it. Her father drove on. The car picked up speed. She could see that the road they were taking was completely deserted. Trees were surrounding them. Their shade whizzed past her. Every few seconds, another pothole made the car shiver. Lizzie hated these roads the most. They should have been fixed a long time ago, but no one cared enough to do it. Small bridges running over tiny brooks and rivers shook menacingly, as if they were on their last legs too. She absolutely hated it. Look out! Her mom's scream cut through her thoughts. She could see something brown in front of the car, heard her dad curse as his hands yanked the steering wheel and the tire suddenly left the road for a split second. Lizzie could feel her body being pressed against the side, the seat belt straining while her mom and dad were lifted from their seats. A blanket, her tablet and a plastic bottle were rising around her in this one moment. She could see the road and one of the small bridges through the windshield as she sank back down again. Her own scream mixed itself with the music coming from the radio. The tires finally touched the asphalt again. The car lurched forward. She could hear rubber screeching on the road. Her mum's hand reached back toward her. She couldn't grab hold. One loud shriek pierced her ears. It was Dad, she realized, felt the crash against the guardrail in an instant, before the front of the car lifted up again as it shot through the air. Lizzie felt herself being pressed back into the seat, could see trees through the windshield of the car, heard the metal of the rail screeching and bending from the impact. The whole world turned sideways. Her parents left their seats. Mom's phone sailed through the interior, crashed against the frame next to Lizzie, while Dad tried to grab hold of anything. The seat belt strapped her down as the front of the car tipped and she could finally see where they were heading. A ravine. Maybe twenty feet down with jagged, rocky edges and water running along in the bed of the river. Lizzie screamed. She could see her mother looking back at her. There was panic in her eyes. Her dad's head was hitting the roof of the car. Lizzie could see his neck straining, his arms trying to push and pull himself away as the engine howled one last time and they all plunged down toward the water. The crash was louder than anything Lizzie had heard her whole life. In a split second, everything turned dark. She could feel the seatbelt still straining against her weight as glass broke around her and metal got twisted out of shape. Something hit her head, hard. Somewhere, someone was screaming in pain and fear. The smell of burned rubber filled her nostrils as the whole world plunged into complete darkness. Lizzie felt as if she was floating. This was a dream, right? Her mind blocked any kind of realization. There was no crash. She was simply sleeping, dreaming, while the old car shook along the road. It would be a few hours before they reached the motel, she knew. Mom and Dad would switch soon. She could hear someone moaning. Water gurgled above her. Yes, this had to be a dream. There was no other explanation. Her mind tried to shield her from reality. She couldn't open her eyes. As long as she didn't see it, it hadn't happened. Lizzie could feel pain in her shoulder and the taste of blood in her mouth. The gurgling got louder. Something cold and wet touched her cheek and Lizzie opened her eyes before her mind could stop her. It took her a few seconds to even comprehend what was happening before her eyes. She was still sitting upright, bound by the seat belt that kept her back against the upholstery while her head was beneath her body. The whole car had turned upside down. Water was flowing beneath her, gurgling merrily, while Lizzie blinked and tried to make sense of it. Mom? Her voice broke as she uttered the word. The low, shimmering light filling the inside of the car made her see strange shapes. Something was swimming in the water. Brown hair was drifting back and forth between the front seats. Dad? She could feel a strange kind of tiredness washing over her. It was hard looking around. Closing her eyes and simply sleeping would be so much easier, her mind promised her. Again, something cold and wet touched her cheek, and Lizzie could feel a soft, tugging sensation in her scalp. The water was rising. She'd drown if she stayed like this. Panic filled her as she realized it. The seatbelt had saved her from the crash, but right now, the water was rising toward her face. If she stayed like this... Soon it would reach her mouth and nose. She had to get out of here. Lizzie winced as she tried to move. Her shoulder hurt. The skin above her collarbone felt open, raw. A droplet splashed against her forehead. She could feel its icy coldness. Slowly, she stretched her shoulder, pulled her arms toward her. The inside of the car was shifting and turning. It was hard to concentrate on anything. With the shimmering light on the surface of the water, the smell of burned rubber and blood and a soft gurgling and high-pitched noise in her ears. Her fingers wandered down her body. She could feel them shaking terribly, while the pain radiating from her shoulder seemed to get worse with every passing moment. But she had to get out of the seatbelt. The water was already touching her head. She could feel her hair wafting in the current. Nothing else mattered right now. Not the accident or mom or dad, Her fingertips found the plastic clasp and Lizzie had to close her eyes a moment to stop the world from shaking. She tried to calm herself to think about what she had to do. Her fingertips felt some sharp edges around the clasp. She pressed them into the plastic, but nothing seemed to move. Come on, she hissed, felt droplets hitting her nose and lips while the gurgling noise got louder and louder. Lizzie sped out, could see the glaring of the water now coming closer. As she opened her eyes, while well, her fingers still uselessly pressed the button of her seatbelt. It didn't move. Pain shot through her whole body as she shifted her weight, could feel the nylon of the seatbelt ripping open the skin above her collarbone. She cursed, forced herself to breathe through her nose while grabbing the clasp now with both her hands. Something in there had to be broken, she knew. Her whole body was hanging in there. Maybe it was the strain of her weight now keeping this thing shut. She could feel something in her shoulder pop as she pulled herself up, tried to catch a glimpse of the mechanism, but could hardly see anything through the shimmering glare of the water. Red, she mumbled, as she caught a glimpse of her own lower body. The white shirt she was wearing had turned red. Don't think about it, Lizzie screamed internally, could feel the muscles in her neck strain while she tried to pull herself up and grasp the clasp at the same time. The gurgling of the water was now loud enough to drown out the piercing tone ringing in her ears. Lizzie could feel her head sinking back down, the muscles starting to give out. She cursed as the ice-cold water touched her skin, up to her forehead, the light now flickering directly into her eyes, blinding her. She could feel her fingers losing their grip, her body sinking down even deeper, while her legs thrashed against the floor above her. Water covered her eyes, ran up to her nose, and she felt tiny drops splashing up toward her lips. Through the haze still covering her mind, she could feel the panic building inside of her. Time was running out, she knew. Why was no one saving her? Mom? Dad? she asked her voice only a whisper that got immediately swallowed by the sound of water pouring through the crashed car and smashed windows. This was how she would die, she realized, and for the first time in her young life Lizzie felt true dread as she knew that death was approaching her. If she didn't move this instant, she'd be too late. Water shut up along the bridge of her nose, finding its way to her nostrils and Lizzie coughed suddenly as her whole body jerked upwards. Shit! Her hands grabbed hold of the clasp again. She pulled herself up out of the water, ignored the searing pain in her muscles as the shroud covering her mind suddenly disappeared. No, she wouldn't die like that. With all her strength, she tried to keep herself up, could now feel water running down her forehead, heard it dripping onto the surface just inches beneath. Her thumb found the button of the clasp again. She coughed once more, could feel the water droplets in her lung, braced for the pain that was sure to follow as she jammed her finger into the broken plastic. She could feel a shard piercing the skin on her thumb, ignored the sensation, the smell of blood now hitting her nostrils, and the warm, wet feeling running down her hand as she screamed in fear and agony. Something clicked above her, next to her hip, And suddenly, Lizzie could feel her body sliding, then falling down. She cried out again from the shock, could see the water shooting toward her face and immediately closed her mouth and eyes. Cold darkness enveloped her. She could feel her whole body submerging, icy needles pricking her skin, as she whirled around, unsure where she was or how she should find the surface. It was pitch black around her. She turned again could feel herself hitting something soft. The air in her lungs was already burning, while she was still trying to figure out where she was. Her fingertips brushed something rough beneath her. Felt. The grey, boring felt that was covering the inside of the roof. Lizzie could feel a glimmer of hope, pressed both her hands against it and ignored the pain in her thumb as she pushed herself off upward and breached the surface. She was breathing heavily, tried to get all the water out of her lungs, coughed and sneezed while the car suddenly started to move. Its front sank, she realized, braced herself against the seat above her as the water shifted and the whole car slid forward. Shit, Lizzie hissed, could see the interior of the car getting darker as she pushed herself back. There was no way out behind her, she knew. The car was packed, the trunk stuffed up to the roof with tents, blankets and whatever else her parents had wanted to take with them. She could feel her chest tightening at the thought. Her parents. Where were they? The front, at least as much as she had seen, was empty. They were gone. She could feel her heart beating faster. Maybe they had managed to get out. They probably were already looking for help flagging down another car. Yeah. That had to be it. Then why hadn't they saved her too? A tiny voice inside her overburdened mind asked, and Lizzie could feel a strange coldness rising up and gripping her heart. Would they simply abandon her? Or were they here with her? She shook her head, kicked against the roof to keep herself from sliding any deeper. They were alive. Had to be. It was getting darker. The water was rising again and she had to nearly stand up until her head touched the seat to keep her chin above the surface. A loud plop made its way to her. She could feel the whole car shiver as it stopped its slow slide, and suddenly the gurgling got quieter as the light disappeared completely. Stay calm, she told herself. could still feel blood trickling down her arm, gushing from the tip of her thumb. If she wanted to escape, she'd need to dive through the murky water and darkness. Lizzie could feel herself starting to shiver at the thought. How? Where? Which of the windows was still intact? All she knew was what she had seen as the car had crashed down. The edges of this river had looked like sharp rocks. If she chose poorly, she'd either find a window that was still there, blocking her way, or get stuck between the wreck and the stone. She had no idea how deep the car had sunk, if it even still was somewhere around the surface. Her pulse was rising, she could feel her breathing becoming quicker. Calm down, she tried to remind herself. There was a way out. There had to be, but she had to stay calm. Otherwise, she'd really die in here. Lizzie held her breath for a few seconds to keep herself from hyperventilating. It was dark in here, but the loud gurgling had stopped. She tried to concentrate on the water beneath her chin. It wasn't rising anymore, she told herself. At least this one thing was going her way. She could still feel the current of the river flowing through the car, but it now seemed to stay level. Lizzie shifted her weight, could feel the coldness slowly dampening her movements. The shivers had begun. Was it the stress, her injury, the temperature? Slowly, she raised the bleeding thumb to her mouth. It was giving off a strange metallic stench. Blood was still running down her hand that now felt cold and numb. She couldn't stay like that, she knew. Even though the water wasn't rising any further, sooner or later the air would run out or her body would stop moving. If the adrenaline ever subsided, she'd probably fall asleep and drown. A realization overcame her and made her pulse pick up again. Great, she thought. Shifted her weight and felt the pain in her left shoulder once more. Right now, The only thing she could do was to find out if one of the back windows was broken. If at all possible, she wanted to avoid diving through the front. The water was running from there. She'd have to fight against the current while hoping that the windshield was gone. That and the possibility of finding something in the front seat she really didn't want made her choose a different route. Lizzie stepped to the side, kept holding herself up at the seat above her while her feet slipped softly along the felt of the roof. How much time had passed, she asked herself to stop thinking about her situation. A few minutes, maybe. Definitely not much more. If another car drove along this road, maybe they'd stop. Save her. No, she warned herself instantly. She shouldn't even think about it. Waiting in here, hoping for someone to come and rescue was out of the question. The road had been empty. It could be hours before anyone else came along. And maybe the driver wouldn't even stop. She had to get out of here herself. Her hand found the handle of the door, and Lizzie grabbed hold of it, pulling herself toward the side before trying to push it open. It didn't budge. She had already expected it. The edge of the river, no, the water alone would be enough to keep the door shut no matter how hard she pushed. Her only chance was the window. Slowly, she extended her leg, tapping the frame before lifting it a bit and realizing that there was no glass there. Blocking her way. She could feel her pulse starting to race again. There wasn't much to it, she told herself. Even though it was dark in here, as soon as she was outside, she'd be able to see. Still, Lizzie could feel herself hesitating. What if it wasn't? If too much time had passed and it was already night outside? Even though her mind told her not to be stupid, that that wasn't possible, a part of her wouldn't let it go. Or, what if the river was far deeper than she had imagined? If she couldn't hold her breath long enough? Her own hand shot up and she gave herself a slap square across the cheek. Something her parents wouldn't ever have done. Stop it, she hissed at herself. Her mind was starting to fray. Lizzie could feel it. She was terrified, wouldn't be able to do anything if she didn't get a grip. Just a little dive, nothing more. Slowly, she breathed Then, before letting her legs go weak and sinking down until the water was directly beneath her nostrils. A few seconds, nothing more. She grabbed hold of the frame as she pulled herself on the water toward the broken window. Out there, the current seemed stronger. Lizzie hesitated another second. If it pulled her with it, she might end up crashing against some rocks, Her instincts warned her. No, that wouldn't matter, she answered her own fears. It would still be better than drowning inside the car. She put her hand out, ignored the current and stretched it as far as she could. In the absolute darkness, she couldn't even see her own arm. Slowly, she had to feel her way forward. Grabbing hold of whatever she found, she pushed her head out into the current outside of the car and could suddenly see a small shimmer of light piercing the murky water. Lizzie shut up, could feel real hope for the first time, a chance to escape, but as her hips passed the window frame, both of her shoulders touched something hard at the same time. She could feel the searing pain again, shooting down her left arm and through her chest. Ignoring it, she tried to push on, kicked with her feet to squeeze through whatever was holding her, but the only thing she managed was to lodge her shoulders even deeper into the tight spot. Ice-cold water was surrounding her. She could feel the rough stone at her side, twisted metal on the other. She was caught, a terrifying thought overcame her. She could feel her shoulders hurting worse and worse as she tried to wriggle through. She kicked, pedaled, thrashed about to get herself free. Up there was light, she thought, looking straight up where the darkness seemed less pervasive. Air bubbles escaped her mouth, tickled the nearly numb skin of her face as they raced toward the surface. Come on, just a tiny bit more, she hissed in her mind, could feel the pain in her shoulders now turning into a burning sensation in her lungs. Her feet were still inside the car. She'd never make it through, her instinct started to scream. Long before she'd reached the surface, if she even made it out of this tight spot, the air in her lungs would run out. She'd drowned here in the darkness, stuck between the car and rocks. Lizzie stopped at the thought, held still for a split second. Forward or back? All she knew was that she had to make a decision. The pain in her shoulders and lungs got unbearable. She didn't have much time left. A new burst of tiny air bubbles came from her mouth. She could feel fire burning inside her lungs. Lizzie screamed in fear and frustration, grabbed the frame of the car beneath her shoulders and pulled herself back down into the darkness. Strange, colourful lights danced in front of her face as she whirled around, gripping the frame of the car again, pulling herself along into the inside. She could feel the current slowing down, suddenly stopped hearing the sound of water in her ears and felt warm, calm. Everything was okay, it seemed to say. All those struggles were behind her. There was nothing she had to do anymore but letting herself drift off. No one would be mad at her. She'd be at peace. Lizzie's head breached the surface inside the car and her lungs immediately filled with air. A coughing fit shook her. She could feel all her muscles trembling, cramping. A new pain in her shoulder as she fought to keep her head above the water. Had turning back been the right decision? She wasn't completely sure but she felt as if she definitely would have died otherwise. There had to be another way, some kind of exit from the car where she wouldn't get stuck. Lizzie tried to concentrate, but the air in her lungs felt different. Even in the complete darkness, her mind warned her how cramped the small space she was standing in was. How long before this air in here would turn toxic? She shifted her weight, tried not to think too much about it as she continued to feel the felt beneath her feet and started to half-swim, half-walk to her right, the other side. Maybe there was more space there. She could feel the air bubble getting smaller above her head. The car must have sunk unevenly. If that truly was her way out, she'd have to be extra careful, had to keep in mind that she had to dive further down first, or else she might get stuck again. Lizzie felt the end of her air bubble. The water was rising toward the upholstery of the seat where she now stood, Holding herself up, she stretched her foot, trying to find the opening. She touched something, and her heart sank immediately. It was smooth, hard, right next to the frame. The window here was still intact. Her pulse began to race as she stepped back already. It was no use. She'd never be able to break a window underwater. Shit, Lizzie hissed. Could feel her heartbeat now pulsating her chest, making her wince every time the tremor reached her shoulder. Two choices remained, through the tight spot here or diving toward the front. She could feel the heat of the air surrounding her now. It was hard keeping a steady breath. There was no point in staying any longer, she realized. She could feel herself getting tired. If she didn't do something now, she'd drown anyway. Lizzie took a few big gulps of air into her lungs, tried to steady herself one last time. Not to the side, she thought. She had to try it straight out, through the windshield or the windows in the front. If there was no way, she might be able to come back again. These thoughts didn't calm her at all. There would be no coming back again, she knew. The air she was breathing right now felt like liquid in her lungs. She'd suffocate if she tried to get back here again. With one push against the upholstery above her, she forced herself underwater and kicked the stuff in the back, propelling herself forward between the two seats. There still was no light to guide her, but Lizzie felt something on her face which gave her hope. A current, slight, hardly more than a soft touch, but definitely there. It came from her left. She grabbed the headrest of the passenger seat hanging from overhead and pulled herself along. Please be big enough, she begged in her mind, trying to discern from where this current was coming, as something touched her face. It was long, thin and cold. She could feel little air bubbles rising from her mouth as she jerked her head away. Long, thin strands touched her face. This time, Lizzie was grateful she couldn't see. There was no doubt in her mind what was now in front of her. The hair of her mother she had always been envious of. Long, brown. Stop it! She screamed inside her head, forced herself to turn away, to push on. There was no time. She had to get out of here. Lizzie pulled herself further, ignored the pain in her shoulder and heart as she felt the current now pick up. There, right in front of her, was the exit. Her only chance. Fingertips found the twisted frame of the window. She didn't even have to check if the glass would still be there, as she kicked against something behind her, propelling her head and chest out of the car. There was light. She could see it. Above her, the sun was reflecting off the surface, making it shine and shimmer. Lizzie turned toward it. Her feet found the headrest of the seat behind the window, pushed her on, upwards. She wanted to cry out, elated, but forced herself to keep her mouth shut, as suddenly something moved in her way. Lizzie didn't have time to dodge or evade. Her hands hit the floating thing. She collided with it, pushed it a little bit further, and suddenly, a single ray of light found its way downward and onto the face of her father. His eyes stared right through her. His mouth hung open. His arms were stretched out with the air he would never reach again. She screamed. Air went out of her lungs as she pushed back, away from his embrace. Without thinking, she looked down, could see his left foot stuck in the doorframe, a deep gash across his ankle. Lizzie could feel the world getting darker again. Her whole body seemed to catch fire as she pushed herself back further and further, away from the silently screaming corpse. She could feel her mind breaking, darkness cornering her sight. Get up! Her voice howled inside her head as the current pushed her further back. The last air bubbles escaped her mouth. She could taste the strange water on her tongue. Liquid was running down into her throat. Lizzie screamed as her arms and legs kicked and pushed, propelling her upward. Darkness seemed to surround her with only tiny flashes of light. She could hardly feel anything anymore. Moments stretched themselves into eternity. Only her arms and legs still worked as her chest seemed to burn and fall into ash. Something icy cold touched her forehead. And suddenly, hard stone crashed against her back. Her scream rang into her own ears. She could hear someone else crying out. Dad? Was it him? Lizzie blinked, felt sunshine and fresh air on her skin, the current still dragging her along as new noise echoed all around her. Yeah, someone was screaming, she thought, tasted blood in her mouth as the river pushed her down again. Mum and Dad were waiting beneath the surface. They wanted her to come back, she thought and stopped struggling against the current. A new, real, living hand suddenly grabbed her as someone pulled her back toward the surface. She could hardly move. Her body seemed to give up. It was a woman. Strange, blonde, holding her tight, pulling her toward the riverbank. She was screaming too. Lizzie's head went under once more. She could see them waiting by the car, waving to her. The woman pulled her back out of the water, but Lizzie could still feel their gazes following her. One day, this last sight had told her they'd come to take her back. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this week's story. If you did please consider supporting us on buymeacoffee.com slash If you have anything to share with us, be it comments, story ideas you would like to hear, or just cute pictures of your pet, you can find all of our social media links in the episode descriptions. Until next time.